Let's go talk about Wild Card Weekend in the NFL. The playoffs are awesome when it comes to the National Football League, the biggest thing in sports in America. Frank Schwab, Yahoo.com, National NFL Insider, standing by. How you doing, Frank? Hey, good. What's going on? Good. Uh, what's the most intriguing game uh, for you this weekend? Uh, it's, you know, to me, it's the Jaguars Chargers, and it's kind of strange that these two two teams without a huge fan base, right? Like, I don't want to say the Chargers are a small market. They're obviously not, but it's not a game that grips you immediately, but I think it's telling that they put this in primetime on Saturday night, that they just said these two young quarterbacks, these two fun teams, kind of, it's going to make for a good game. We're not going to just put, you know, the New York Giants in primetime on Saturday. We want to get the best possible game. And I think that's it. I think that this, of the, and I do think Giants-Vikings is going to be good, too. That will be fun. Um, but I, I do think Chargers-Jaguars is the, the game I'm uh, most excited for. And I think Giants seem to be my only quasi-upset special. I know it's the NFL and anybody on any given day can beat uh, the other team, but there's just something about the Vikings that their luck. I know their offense has been explosive, but I, I just think that that could be. I'm not saying the Vikings are going to lose, but I think that could be the upset of round one, the wild card weekend. Yeah, I can see that. I think most people are probably leaning that way. They're they're kind of that popular underdog pick, right? Like, uh, we can all kind of see. We were, no, I don't think anybody would be that surprised if that happened. If you look back at the first meeting, and it's kind of fun that, you know, all six of these games are rematches from the regular season. So you can kind of get clues on, you know, how these games might play out. The Giants really outplayed them in the first game. They lost on a you know walk-off 61-yard field goal, but they significantly outgained the, the Vikings. They mostly looked like a better team in that game. They you know they they 450 yards of offense or whatever it was. They played really really well. So you know I I, I do think the Giants you know it wouldn't shock me if the if the Vikings won. I don't want to be one of these guys who just kind of trashes the Vikings at every opportunity because I think they're they're. No, they're not as good as a record, but they're not bad. <laughs> they're not, you know, I mean, Vikings fans have to hear every single week about how bad their football team is. Like, no, no, they still won 13 and four, and there's, and that matters. But yeah, I, I think if you're looking at all these games, you you look and you say, that's the that's the one that seems the most ripe for an upset. Frank Schwab, Yahoo.com national NFL columnist, joining us here on the Huge Show across Michigan. Uh, McVay coming back. I I, I know he kind of floated the TV idea out there, but man, you know, you win a Super Bowl, then you're going to walk away. I don't think that's a good look, and I don't think that carries a lot of credibility weight uh, to become a top-shelf analyst, and he wants another run, maybe a couple years uh, running with Stafford. They still win healthy, have a team get cut back after the ankle injury, so your thoughts on McVay coming back, and what does that do? It's it, it, There won't be another opening, but we still have all the jobs open. So your thoughts on McVeigh and when do when do teams start hiring uh, new coaches? Yeah, I, I mean, I was surprised, honestly, that McVeigh came back. I thought that it just kind of the writing was there that, you know, he thought about it after last year. He just seems like a guy who's just kind of a little burned out. I, and I can get it, like, 
these guys put in long hours. It is, it is not an easy job to be an NFL head coach. It is a 24-7 job with a lot of stress. And going up to the broadcast booth and getting paid $20 million a year from Amazon probably did sound pretty appealing. So I, 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 don't, I, I assume it was a legitimate, you know, he, he really, really had to think about this. And just when you're 36 years old, <laughs> it's tough to walk away, especially when you're one of the five, six, seven best people in your profession. And, uh, you know, I, I'm sure that he also thought, what am I going to do? Like, what? he's a kind of a football lifer. He's a, this is kind of what he does. It would be hard to transition away from that. So it was. it's good for the Rams, obviously, to have him back. And as far as when we see coaches get hired, boy, I... Probably in the next, I would assume in the next week. I, I mean, Sean Payton has to wait, and I think until January 17th to do in-person interviews, so that's probably holding this up. But I think he's the first big domino to fall. Once Sean Payton goes to the, kind of the, you know, it sounds like he's he's gotten permission to talk to three different teams. Once he kind of chooses, because I think he's choosing rather than the other way around. Once he chooses where he wants to go, then I think you're going to see all the other dominoes fall pretty fast. And I think, you know, Peyton, and this connects to Harbaugh, where it looks now that there's intense contract talks going on, and the University of Michigan president, who's a big sports fan, and a guy who helped keep Fickle at Cincinnati and build up Cincinnati's athletic department and stature to the point of getting to the Final Four and moving to the Big 12, I think he's going to give Harbaugh a big offer. The question then becomes, does Harbaugh want to chase uh, the NFL again? Uh, Peyton, you know, I, I look at all the openings, and I know Indy could get a young quarterback, and it is surprising that C.J. Stroud hasn't declared for the NFL draft yet. I don't know what's up there. Maybe there's huge NIL money. It is Ohio State. They are, uh, and I want to beat Michigan. Somebody could give him, like, unheard of NIL money to play one more year. Uh, we'll see. I think the deadline's coming up. Is it Monday or something, right? Is that it? Monday or Tuesday? I, I think it is yeah, soon. I don't know exact the exact date. But yeah, that yeah, is but strange. It, I mean, uh, yeah. It, when's the last time? I mean, we'd have to go back a really long time to see a quarterback who could have gone top five that returned to school. Like, mm. I mean, that's I'm Ohio probably State. missing one, but yeah. It's, they got money. I, hey, if that's what he wants to do. I, 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 never, I never fault the guy for going back. Like, if you want to go back to school, you understand the risks. I, we're not dumb. Like, you understand every risk involved in going back to school and passing on being a top probably two NFL draft pick. But if, hey, if you want to play at Ohio State, that, that, there's only one chance in your life to do that. Like, this is, so I, I don't really, like, if he were to say he's staying, I wouldn't fault him for that. Like, he knows the risk, and I would hope he stays healthy and be rooting it's for choice that. choice if he wants to stay, right? I mean, if they want to give him, there's something, who knows if Ohio State, Ohio State, right? Who knows if Ohio State has 10, 15 million? I'm serious, knowing that yeah. uh, they that they were this close, uh, a field goal kick away a make from probably getting a national championship, and then that's the easy way out, that you know, Ohio State, you know, their NIL money, because they had a pretty good fun working before NIL. Hello, Jim Trestle and Maurice uh, Claret and Terrell Pryor, but is that, uh, you know, this NIL money that's, you know, Booster said, here's $10 million to come play one year for us. Seriously. 
Yeah, I, I wouldn't surprise Whatever me. it is, I mean, it's, what did I think Oscar Shibway got the Kentucky power forward who was National Player of the Year last year? I think he got seven figures to come back to Kentucky in NIL money. I might be wrong about that, but I thought it was seven figures. So if he can get a big payday like that, why can't the quarterback at Ohio State who was a Heisman finalist? You know, so I yeah, and again, like if, whatever these people decide, as long as as long as you're, I, I hate to think that they're getting bad advice. You know, the kids who leave early who have no business leaving early, that kind of stuff. But as long as all the information's in front of you and you just decide, hey, it's worth the risk for me to come back and be the Ohio State Buckeyes quarterback for another year because I'm never going to have that chance again, and there's never going to be another chance for me to win a Heisman and win a national championship, hey, do what you want to do. I agree. I've always said this about players. Uh, at transfer portal, coaches uh, leave when they want to, and, and that's why I go back to Peyton to start the, the portion of this conversation with Frank Schwab, Yahoo.com, National NFL Insider, joining us on the huge show across Michigan that, hey, everyone has a right. Peyton can choose his team. Uh, C.J. Stroud can choose to take NIL money and stay another year, and coaches move, players transfer portal. Hey, uh, NCAA is making billions uh, in this business, and it is basically professional sports now uh, at the D1 yep. level, especially connected to the Power 5 group. But the one uh, footnote on Peyton, Sean Peyton, that you know Denver looks like the only team, because you have Russell Wilson, the only team ready. And I know, Indy, there's that talk of, hey, the Bears might trade out because they don't need a quarterback. And especially if C.J. Stroud doesn't come back, that just, you know, oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that creates massive wealth uh, for the Bears with the overall number one NFL draft pick. But and I, it, it seems to be if he wants to come back, it will be it, it will be Denver unless there's a big surprise waiting from Jerry Jones and never discount him yeah. that when the Cowboys are eliminated for the playoffs, if they're knocked out earlier than expected, let's say by... You know, Brady this weekend, that he he gives a gazillion dollars to Peyton and he lets McCarthy go. I totally agree that if, if – I, I don't care what Jerry Jones has said. If they lose to that Buccaneers team on, on – I think it's they play, oh, Monday. They play Monday. Yeah. How could you not – how could you not consider the Sean Payton option? We know he loves Sean Payton for good reason. Payton's a great coach. And you have to realize, if you're Jerry Jones, and that's been your kind of white whale out there, this is your last shot. You Peyton, wherever he goes to Denver, he's not going to, you have to assume he's going to coach her at least five years. And then Peyton will be, I think, like 67 years old or something like that at the, at the end of the five years. This is his last job. Like, I don't assume Trump Payton's going to coach the Cowboys in 2028. Like, this is it. Like, if it's your Jerry Jones and you really want to play ball and get Sean Payton, you got to do it right now. It's, it's not happening again. So it's going to be really interesting to see what happens. I agree. I think Peyton's going to coach the Cowboys next year. I don't, unless the, even then, we've watched him move on Switzer after he won a Super Bowl like two years previously. And I remember here in Detroit, or in, in the state of Michigan, Rick Carlisle had a great year, won like 44, 45 games. Pistons were a playoff team, got to like the second round, I think. And they went out and fired uh, Carlisle and brought in Larry Brown because Larry Brown was more of a championship caliber coach. That's it. It's not the and personal. That, that, it's a business with yeah, all the NFL owners. Exactly. And if you are, I mean, it's any other position on the NFL field, if you feel like, hey, we have 
Dak Prescott, Dak Prescott, but we can go get Patrick Mahomes. Like, go do it. <laughs> you upgrade. And I think that everybody, you know, yeah, it would be weird. Feelings would be hurt, whatever. But if you're Jerry Jones and you feel Sean Payton's a better coach than Mike McCarthy, why wouldn't you do it? Why? It's, that's any position in sports, in life. Like, if, you know, if, if you think Sean Payton's better than Mike McCarthy, who cares if they win a playoff game? Go get your guy. Yeah, and that's why I look at the Harbaugh situation where the pendulum has kind of swung back the other way. You know, it's like every other day and it's got quiet, which is usually a sign that there may be some, you know, solid negotiating now with President Santa Ono, uh, Ward Manuel, Harbaugh. Uh, but with agents involved, we don't know who's throwing out stories, who's leaking to all these insiders. Right. And, you know, my sources have been spot on that the president didn't want to jump in, but had to because if it was just Harbaugh and Manuel or Harbaugh's agent, Emmanuel, they weren't going to get a deal done, and that's why he was leaning towards the NFL. But, you know, Ursay's writing those notes to the fans that, you know, it's more than wins and losses, and we're trying to do everything we can. I'm kind of paraphrasing from what I read earlier, but, you know, Harbaugh played there. Could he get his guy? You know, could he get his quarterback if they can trade up uh, with the Bears? Uh, are they a quarterback away? But a young quarterback, you have no guarantee he's going to come help you. Right. Uh, go to the playoffs. So there's there's a lot of positioning going on right now, and isn't what's real, what's Harbaugh not. Thing getting, isn't the whole Harbaugh thing getting old for Michigan fans? Oh like, gosh, they have dude. to be at some point. Like you, you, if I was a Michigan fan, if I was a, you know the AD or the president, I guess I'd be like, all right, well, we're going to give you another raise, Jim, but this is it. Like we're next time you you talk, if we see stuff leaked by your agent, did you want to? with the NFL, you're just going to the NFL. We're not having this anymore. I mean, it's got you got to draw the line somewhere, right? Yeah, if I was President Santa Huge, which really sounds pretty cool or perverted, depending on how you look at it, that if I was President Santa Huge, I'd go, Jim, you know what? Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to give you a deal that's going to make you the highest paid coach per year in the Big Ten. I'm going to take care of your assistants. Uh, we're going to add a big buyout, a huge buyout, to ensure that if you decide to change your mind, we're going to get back a lot of this money. And it will be structured by year in terms of the buyout, but it will be big on the first three or four years because I want stability. You told us a year ago that this wouldn't be a recurring theme. And I get business, and I get you're upset with mm-hmm. Ward Manuel, and, I, and that he promised something because what I hear is really a sticking point. Frank, is that after they beat Ohio State and just killed them, right, you know, trampled them in Columbus, Harbaugh was told by boosters that we're going to get together to get the money for the biggest deal in college football. So this is the weekend after they beat Ohio State, and now they're getting ready for Purdue in the Big Ten title game. What happens, again, from, you know, my source that Manuel doesn't want booster money just being funneled to the coach. He wants it for uh, the athletic department, which now you get the personal side of this. And how Harbaugh took a pay cut, you know, two years ago, uh, how that negotiation was really drawn out. And, And you get to this point where Harbaugh then hires the agent. Okay, didn't have an agent for a long time. And then supposedly there were some, whether they're legal offers written up or, you know, an an email, like this is ballpark, right? 
And Harbaugh felt he doesn't feel appreciated by Ward Manuel. And that's where Santa Ono, in his text just yesterday, early in the morning to the Michigan Nation and for the media to share, retweet, and screenshot, that I am happy to announce that I'm in negotiations and talks with Ward Manuel and Jim Harbaugh, and again, I'm paraphrasing, I don't have him in front of me, are going well, and we hope to retain uh, Coach Harbaugh. We'll do everything we can, right? That, that's yeah, a story. Right. That, that's where we're at right now. Yeah. And, and now now we don't know, is, is the bridge so tattered, shattered, that Harbaugh doesn't want to work anywhere Ward Manual is? I don't know. I don't know that. And when your president comes out and says, hey, I'm in talks now, you kind of just publicly neutered your AD in yeah. terms of power, right? Yeah, you. Yeah, it, it absolutely does. It's just a weird, weird. Oh, it's a, it's soap a soap opera, opera drama it's a going soap on opera. here after here. And, and you know, Jim is a Jim is a strange guy. Like he just is. Like he, you know, I mean, he's he's his own character. And we'll see. But I always kind of laugh because Michigan fans always get mad at me when you point out that, like, no, I think he would jump to the. He was going to jump to the NFL last year. The Vikings offered him that job. Like every report says that. And now you're just dealing with the same thing again. What's it going to be next year? What's it going to be the year after that? Like, I mean, it's just, it's just this, this is what you want out of your college football coach, and especially at a place like Michigan where you can hire anybody. It just seems like the fact would wear thin. But, well, you know, I mean, who knows? Maybe he's there for the next 10 years. This is the last time we hear about it. Well, and also there's a vibe here in Michigan that after that two-hour virtual interview earlier this week with the Broncos, if you notice from that point on, all of a sudden there's all other names, and it's Peyton, and it's this, and it's uh, it's Shaw, it's all these different things, and you wonder if Harbaugh didn't interview well, didn't hit it out of the park with ownership and management, right. that they all like Minnesota reportedly did last year, that they're they're going no, this he may not be the progressive type of coach we want, and you can look at Jim Harbaugh. And you can compare him to John Harbaugh. Style, football thoughts, they talk with their dad, they grew up that way, they're not going to change. And, and they're successful. Right. Baltimore's in the playoffs, but John Harbaugh's won a Super Bowl. Uh, it's not Patrick Mahomes, it's not the Flash, it's not Josh Allen running around and throwing it 80 yards you know, by flicking it. It's not that. So what you're going to get in the NFL, you can look at Baltimore, because he doesn't have a Colin Kaepernick, and Wilson won't be, uh, isn't the runner he was. But you're going to get you're going to get more of what I think you see in Baltimore. But they had Lamar Jackson. I don't think Lamar Jackson is coming back. They they may be forced to pay him because then what's the future of the Ravens franchise? And so now in the NFL, your your ownership, new ownership, which you have in Denver, and you're like, do we want to go that old school style? Or do we want something progressive? What's better for yeah. the guy we've invested uh, most of our salary cap money in and Russell Wilson, right? Yeah, yeah. And I, I think with the Harbaugh specifically, it's you don't I mean, he's been out of the NFL what, eight years, nine years now? That's a long that's lifetimes in the NFL. Like the game changes constantly. A guy like Peyton's only been out a year, that's no big deal. For eight, nine years, that that's a lot. And yeah, if you are having questions about is John Harbaugh just going to step? Jim Harbaugh just going to step in and be exactly as successful as he was with the 49ers? Oh, he could be. Sure, he's. I think he's a heck of a coach. I really do. But there's also questions that this is Gruden, two, you know, John Gruden 2.0, where the game 
kind of he had to catch up to the game. He had to he had to figure out the modern NFL because eight nine years is the entire game changes in that amount of time. So it, it, he's just an interesting case. I think I think the Broncos prefer Sean Payton. I think that they would love to have that. But the thing about Harbaugh is he won't cut any draft picks, and he's the big name too. I think this ownership group wants a big name in there after the the Hackett debacle. We'll see though. It's, it's a very interesting carousel this year. A lot of it being that there's really not that many openings, and there's definitely no quality openings. I think every one of these openings is bad. It will be interesting uh, when it kicks in, and I agree when uh, the dominoes start to fall. And the longer Peyton holds out, the more I start to think about my cowboy uh, situation, that even if the Cowboys are in the NFC Championship game, McCarthy carries no weight or juice with the media, state of Texas, national Cowboy fan base, even if they went to the NFC title game, let's say, and they lost in Philly or San Francisco, I am telling you, McCarthy, he he feels like every time I hear him talk, and it's even that way in Green Bay, he feels like an interim coach, looks like an interim coach. He really does. And nothing against his success and what he's done. I'm not debating that. But I think Sean Payton brings that offensive mindset. They're, they're fine on their defense up by Parkinson, or I mean Parsons and uh, Micah and Diggs. They're, they're fine. But they need the creativity of Sean Payton running that offense. That's what they need. Yeah, I think that that would help a lot. I mean, Payton's a great coach. I, I don't. There's been some pushback on that, like, oh, you know, he should have won more with Breeze. I, I, I don't know what people are thinking. I, I think Payton's the top. If he's not a top five coach, he's he's certainly you know in that discussion. And like we said before, if you think you can upgrade at the one of the two most important spots in your football organization, well, you, you just gotta you can't worry about feelings too much or how it's gonna look. And Jerry doesn't care. Jerry does not care what it looks like. like he, if he thinks that's the right move, he's gonna make the right move because he's you know he, he's bigger than the organization in some ways. So it'll be very interesting to see how it all. Yeah, look at the Jets. They're 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 openly saying we're gonna go after a big name free agent uh, quarterback, even though they just invested with Zach Wilson, they're not going to get rid of him because they're, they're on the hook with that bonus money, but it's, it's a business. They're already saying, hey, you know, Zach Wilson turned out to be a mistake, and we're going to go in a different direction, and they're going to move on. You can look at Purdy and Trey Lance and Jimmy G, and uh, who Trey Lance could be a, a Trey uh, chip for the Niners. Who knows? I mean, it's just a lot between the coaches, the quarterbacks. It, it's great talk radio uh, conversation, and we'll see what happens. Hey, Frank, wonderful conversation on this Friday statewide broadcast. I appreciate it. Enjoy the games this weekend. Absolutely. It should be a fun one.